195. Okay, ready? Shh. Everyone show. Three, two, one. How are you? Welcome. First episode on the Plugged In podcast. I'm here with Nick, Paddy and Thomas. Uh, we're going to be talking about video games today. We're going to get in on topics such as PS5, Xbox Series X, and we're going to talk about the best games around. So first we're going to do maybe one of the biggest games around today at the moment, Call of Duty. We're going to give our thoughts on it and if we enjoy it, if we don't enjoy it. I'm going to go to Nick first because I know he, he's a big Call of Duty gamer and then we've got another bigger one beside him. A little sweat, but you know, we go. Go on Nick, give your opinions on Call of Duty. Uh, so I, I, I recently bought Call of Duty Cold War on the PlayStation 4 and um, I'm really enjoying it at the moment. I've just been, I mean I've been locked away, haven't been, haven't been getting out much. I've been, I've been locked away in my room gaming for the past couple of days. And it's really enjoyable. It's got a good good campaign. Um, it's it's good. The zombies now the zombies are interesting. They're on point this year. Like oh, they're they're just very fun. Um, oh, the the one thing I don't like about the game though is the motion blur. It's just it's kind of dead. It's not where it's at for COD. What do you think, Paddy? Uh. Yeah, I find a lot that uh, well, zombies has been a uh, zombies have been gone for a while. It didn't do it in uh, Modern Warfare, which a lot of people, a lot of zombie channels on YouTube and stuff like that, people who were lo- who loved zombies really uh, didn't have like a whole lot to do in that period of time. They kind of just stopped playing video games, I guess. And as well, the skill-based matchmaking on a uh, on COD Cold War is insane. It's just it's stupid how. Like it's it's really hard because if you're a good player, you're just gonna be matched against even better players, and if you're a bad player, you're still matched with good players, and like people are just dying on purpose just to drop their skill based matchmaking to have a good game. So yeah, what do you think about that, Hugo? Um, I think sometimes that's good to have in a game because you'd be playing against people who are on your level or just below or above your level, and I think that's always really important when you're playing a video game because um, I know maybe it's a bit stupid this year but I don't think you want to be playing against people who are way worse than you because you'll feel like you're a lot better than you actually are and yeah. then if you're playing against people who are way way better than you then you're going to feel like you're dreadful when you're just not so I like the matchmaking but if it's really stupid and it doesn't work properly then obviously need, something needs to be done to fix it now I'm going to go to Frenchie, I know he's not a card man himself, so I'm going to ask him his opinion on the game. Yeah, I, I don't personally play Call of Duty that much, but I do know a bit about games. And what I do know is that in a competitive game like Call of Duty, skill-based matchmaking is so important like to have an enjoyable experience. Because if you're getting matched up against people way better than you, it's just going to be shit and you're not going to be able to have any fun because you're just going to get destroyed. Um, but if it's good skill-based based matchmaking like you're gonna get so many more people playing you're gonna have them playing for longer it's just gonna be a much more enjoyable experience which is what you really want in a game like call of duty that reaches out to such a huge audience you know uh i really agree with that point i think it was very well said and i want to i want to give it to you for that one that was very respectable nice one and um i think honestly at the moment call of duty is probably my favorite game just because of how well they've done it in the past two games they've just really picked it up a level with the gameplay 
the the gunplay, the gun fucking animations and shit is just ridiculously good. And um, I think they did a very good job this year, especially with like yeah the animations and the sounds, the the graphics, everything is just on point. And I really like the maps are well. I mean the maps are all right this year. They could be a bit better, but seeing Nuketown coming back, which I'm is a fan so favorite. hyped about Nuketown. Fan Town. favorite coming back, nothing wrong with that. If it's... you're bringing back a fan fav- favorite in shipment, well then we do oh, have a problem. Jesus. But <laughs> but anything other than that, Nuketown coming back is very important for the franchise. As it's definitely one of the most popular maps in the whole game. I think just that it alone will bring people back to the game to like reminisce. Remnant size or whatever the word is on their childhood of playing Newtown in like Black Ops 2, Black Ops 1, I think it was the first time it was brought in, if I'm right. Yeah, I mean, I've never even owned a Call of Duty game and really? I know Nuketown, like. <laughs> exactly, that just shows how popular it is and then bringing it back really did them a world of good. Even if, well, I mean, the Black Ops franchise is Nuketown, so obviously in a Black Ops game they're going to have Nuketown. But still, I think it was a very good idea and they did a very good job in it this year, I think it's really fits in well with the cold war team and also the other maps such as M- moscow pretty fun map miami it's huge it's not the best it's like piccadilly from last year it's yeah it's clunky and all but anyway we'll move on and we'll start talking about campaign mode in college of Duty. So i'm gonna move to nick and ask him his opinion on it so my favorite campaign in all the call of duties was world war Two. uh i feel that it was actually fairly easy for them to make good though because it's it's history like it's kind of hard for them to get it wrong yeah. um i mean i don't know how anyone else feels about that but i just think uh it was a quality campaign yeah like with world war Two, it really like it was straight out of history so they didn't have much um to get wrong research to do on it i mean to get wrong it's, it's kind of a hard hard campaign to get wrong if you know what i mean yeah they know what happened in World War Two. I mean, yeah, they don't have to come up with anything. Like there, there's documents everywhere about World War Two and the Nazis and stuff. So I feel, I feel like it's fairly easy for them to recreate that. Exactly. Yeah, I think my favorite Call of Duty campaign, maybe a controversial one. I'm gonna go for Advanced Warfare. That's good. Yeah. Just uh, I know the game was bad, and I mean to be honest, it wasn't even that bad, but. It was people t- like uh, the ratings and all weren't weren't great for it, but I think the campaign for it was just so fun and it really it had a good story going. There was you, you got attached to the characters, you know, as you would in a normal video good video game campaign. I think they did it very well that year. And then of course World War Two was just, I mean I haven't even completed it, but from what I've played, I think it's brilliant and hopefully I get to complete it soon. I mean like it's been out for three years or something like that. I want to get around to it, but, you know, I also want to play Cold War as well, so... Yeah. We'll see what happens, you know? And then, yeah, that's my opinion on campaigns. Uh, well, I mean, what about other, uh, kind of, free roam games, like, Red Dead Redemption, like, God of War and stuff, like... GTA. Yeah, GTA. The GTA like, is such a good game. Yeah, GTA, I mean, to be fair, they've been milking it a lot recently, yeah. but... How long has GTA Five been out for? Like it's been out since twenty thirteen. Yeah, seven, seven years. years. It's been on three different consoles, which that is another level of milking. But <laughs> like four. It's still a four. Four. Hardly four. Four, yeah. four consoles. Yeah, yeah. Really? Four. Four consoles. It's insane. PC. 
The PC uh, can't. Five. <laughs> well, technically Wait, five different on? platforms. It's been on Xbox 360, PS4, PS... PS3. Oh, PS3. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he means Xbox oh, like three different. Yeah, yeah three yeah. different of Xbox and PlayStation. Brands of like, that is some milking, but... Again, probably the best game of all time, to be completely honest with you. And they're still updating it, I'm pretty sure, right? They're making a yeah, lot, and a lot the... of money from that online mode. I there's so. better games than GTA, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't... GTA is fun. Hold on. GTA is fun, but it's very easy to get bored of. Exactly. I mean, there's a story, but once you complete the storyline, there's not really much to do. Fun to play. I'm saying best as in most popular, if you get yeah. what I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go so far as to call any game the best game in the world, because gaming is so subjective. Like yeah, There'd fair. be people that would completely disagree and think GTA is the worst game, and people who have 10,000 hours in GTA and play nothing else. That's like you and me and Rocket League. <laughs> I think Rocket League <laughs> sucks. It's such a frustrating Rocket game. Rocket League is so boring. <laughs> no, Sorry, it's, it's like so such bad. a frustrating game. And it just depends. It's like, it's like me with FIFA when I played it for a lot. I played FIFA 19 and FIFA 20. Ultimate Division. Team. Division. Only two Ultimate Teams I've played. And I've never hated a game more in my entire life. But I've been so addicted that I just kept playing it. Like, I couldn't stop playing that game. During lockdown, from March until like June or something like that, I just well, I couldn't leave the game alone. I, it was all I was doing. And there were holes in the wall. Currently, there's literally a shatter in the door from me raging at foot champs. The game is awful. They need to fix it. It's a problem. And I will I will stand by that for the rest of my life until they do something about it. Because it just makes everyone rage. If you go on, you find thousands and hundreds of rage compilations of people playing foot champs. Like, surely EA would be like, right, this is giving people mental health issues. Like, we need to fix this up a little bit. And I know Nick will agree with me on that one. FIFA giving mental health issues. Uh, yeah. He, um, Nick, Nick here has played like two or three games of Division Rivals <laughs> and dropped the game for the rest it, of his it, life. It sucks. It's such a bad game. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't understand how someone can actually like that. And the only good thing about the game is when you pack a good person. But if you don't pack a good person, it's like... It's such a bad game, like, like oh, I, I can't even begin to to comprehend how <laughs> bad the game is. I hate it so much. It uh, sucks. I, I think, um, though, there's certain aspects of the game that are really fun. Like, for example, like when you're playing with your friends, I, I remember many days sitting up in Sean's attic just grinding FIFA. Like at sleepover. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. It's good to play with your friends, but if you're playing, if you're playing division rivals, you have a you have you have like a mental disability or something. I'm sorry. <laughs> and like pro clubs and stuff with your friends are fun as a well. Pro club yeah. is fun. But um, yeah, the the point that they made about like division rivals being so frustrating is just very accurate. Like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, man. Yeah. Division rivals is so pointless as well. Like you're literally playing for nothing at this point. And I still rage at it, like it doesn't mean anything, and I still get so angry at it, so... Yeah, but you're all saying this, but you're still gonna buy FIFA 2021 when it comes out. FIFA like... 2021 came out in October. <laughs> Never mind, FIFA 2022. <laughs> I bought it, Yeah. played it for two it. weeks, and dropped it. I'm never playing that game again. It's so bad. It is dreadful. Uh, how much did you spend on that game? Just... 70 euro. And you're just throwing it away. Well, I mean, a bit of career mode every now and again isn't too bad. Career mode's fun. I mean, well, it's, you, you, it's 
kind of boring if you're playing a real easy difficulty. Exactly, yeah, but like ultimate team, no, get me away from that. I'd rather, like, I don't even know, like, I'd probably rather play a fat campaign. Yeah. Or just throw me in a hardcore mosh pit lobby in COD, like, <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah. Throw me there, I'll be on for hours just playing, grinding camos and stuff, like, mm. that'd be a bit of fun, uh, again. Yeah. Yeah, so, we'll move on to an untouched conversation. I think not many people play these type of games, but I'm going to ask you your opinion on RPG games now. Role-playing games. Role-playing games. Role -playing games. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what? Like the hotter... Like, I love island games. No, no, no. Okay, so I actually am a big fan of these types of games. Like Skyrim, I think I have about 60 hours on, which, um, you know, may not be a lot for some people, but for a very old game like that I only picked up, uh, last Christmas like that's that's a decent amount and I think they're really interesting like single-player role-playing games can be some of the most interesting games in my opinion like if they have a really good story I think they're really good because you can literally do whatever you want I mean it's called a role-playing game because you pick up a character and you can literally do anything you want with that character I, I think um, they're really interesting because Anyone can become anything in those types of games, and that's why I like them so much. Yeah, that, that's completely fair enough. I mean, mm. I played the role playing game that I've played would be like, um, to be honest, would like Horizon Zero Dawn count as a role playing game? Like, it's kind of hard to like put it in to like a genre because, yeah. like, some games you are playing a role of something, but it wouldn't be known as a role playing game. So I don't really know like the proper definition of it, but I know like what it is and like what you do in those games. And I think I don't know. I mean, I'd say like, The Witcher Three that'd yeah. be an RPG. Yeah, for sure. I didn't. I didn't like that game. To be completely honest, like I have it. I just it was, played it. It was a good Netflix series. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. loved the Netflix series. Can't wait like, for when season it comes two. The game, it's on the game was a bit of a stinker. Like I had high hopes from reviews and stuff. But it, it wasn't the best, and yeah, I cannot lie, I tried to refund it, but they wouldn't let me. Um, anyway, that is my opinion on RPG games, and yeah, I think, Dune. What about car games? Car games. Car games. I live for car games. Yeah. Paddy, you can probably talk for another 20 minutes on yeah. car games. Yeah, I could easily talk for car games. I, right now, we're actually playing Need for Speed in the, back, in the back of this <laughs> yeah. podcast, and... Um, I mean, if you're hearing some weird sounds, it's, it's probably wrong. controller clicking. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to car games, uh, obviously Xbox has a bit of a upper hand. Obviously PC has both because it has all the games. But when it comes to PlayStation, they don't have Forza Horizon or any of the Forza series. But Xbox does. But then a new game that came out, which is called Car X Drift Racing, which really is like into like the drifting and kind of racing and stuff. It's on all on tracks, so it's not as much as free roam as like Horizon is. And uh, Nick, what do you have to say about about car game? games? Yeah, car games um, I mean, I don't really play much, but from car driving games, I mean, there's also like there's games like GTA, which are like free yeah, playing games, where. Uh, most like a, a lot of the game is based off driving, and a lot of people buy the game just to drive because yeah. the driving mechanics are actually fairly good compared to a lot of other games. And the fact that you can hop outside of your car and like walk exactly, around yeah. it and stuff. It combines the best of both worlds, like yeah. a free roaming, like uh, role playing story game, and 
driving and everything like GTA does have it all to be fair as well. Yeah, and to me, for me, I think a very underrated game is The Crew. I don't think many people play that game. Um, not, not that I know anyway, but I really enjoyed it. I found the aspect yeah. of driving around the United States of America mm. from like New York to Los Angeles. And the map is absolutely massive <laughs> when it comes to the crew games. Huge. And the fact that you can change from like a car to like a plane or like a motorbike or something exactly. instantly is insane. Oh, it's something else though, that game. I mean, I think it's they're so underrated and definitely if it were me, if you're looking for a car game, pick up the crew. Yeah. Or Forza Horizon, if you're on Xbox, of course. Um, the PS4, yeah, well, yeah, doesn't whack. really have... Whack. The PS4 is not whack. Well, PS4 no, is for, for, for car-driving games, I it mean. Is. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the main reason I switched the, back to over to Xbox. Oh, mainly I mean, for car games. Well, I'm sitting here playing Need for Speed right now, and we're right in, in the middle of customising a Nissan Skyline. An R32. Yeah, like... You know, it's a lovely, lovely little car. Yeah, and well, well, cars might, like, I wouldn't really be interested in car games too much. They do have a really large audience, especially for car fanatics in real life. Like, uh, I know Paddy, Paddy's all into cars in real yeah. life and stuff like that, so they do have a very large audience. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not the biggest car person, but throw me into a car game and I'll happily play it. Like, if, if you hand it to me, I will take it, if you get what I mean. I'm not gonna be like. I mean, no, I don't want that. I think they're actually they're real some, fun, sometimes man. better fun than other a lot of other games, because it kind of applies to like real life. It's driving something people do in their day to day life. Yeah. Like people don't really shoot guns from day to day. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. People don't play football in cars. Like that could make it <laughs> yeah, really boring though. Yeah. That could make it more boring. Like if you're driving a car all day, you don't want to be hopping onto a car again. I know, but I, but I know what you mean. If you're driving, let's say like a no offense to anyone who owns, let's say like a Honda Civic or something like that, but then you could go into a car game and drive a Ferrari. Yeah. And all that it takes is probably like an extra, uh, ten minutes in the game, and you could be driving your dream car. And it's yeah. just the fact that you get a chance to drive that. Yeah, and they do it really well to me as well. Like I think the driving mechanics in those games are really, really good. Mm. Yeah. And they're pretty realistic to me, honestly. The graphics are really good. And the graphics the, are top-notch as well, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things they add into the game to make it less boring than just, you know, driving around. Because, like, driving around, to me personally, I mean, wouldn't be that interesting if there's no objective or anything. But because you can like work your way up, you can customize your cars, you can buy better cars like Paddy's saying, you get a Ferrari. But there's also challenges and, um, you know, things that you have to do in the game, like reaching a certain speed or doing a certain course that make it really interesting. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like the, the racing aspect in it as well is really good. I think, well, yeah, obviously you can't have a car game without racing. Like what world is that? <laughs> That's like having a Call of Duty game without guns. Yeah. To be honest with you, like, Facts. you cannot do that. Mm. And to be honest with you, I really liked the concept of Need for Speed, I think. I forget what it's called, but it's Need for Speed, and you can be the police or you can be the the fugitives. I forget yeah. the name of it, though. Um, Need for Speed Revenge or something like that. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, it's one of them. But there's been, like, Need for Speed has been, like, a... A pretty long out, like it's been. It's a good game though. For a while, yeah. Need for Speed. Um, I'm trying to figure out the name for this. Oh, gee, it's it's a hard one to remember. Mm. 
I mean, there's been a lot of Need for Speed. Need for Speed Rivals, that's Rival, yeah. That was a really good game. I really enjoyed that one. It was very, very fun. And I think they did that one very well. With the concept of the police and the like fugitives driving around. That was a very good idea for me. And I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, so, I mean, what other types of games are there? Like, there's obviously very kind of niche games that don't really fit into a certain genre like Rocket League. Mm. Or um, stuff like that, but I don't know. I can't really think of any other types of or games. Or ga games like um, what's Stranded Deep? Yeah, yeah. Happy, yeah. Happy survival, survival games. Survival games. Actually, yes. Minecraft, an OG. It's it's always had the hype. It's all. It's ne I personally, I never. I could play that I mean, now, and I played it when okay, I was yeah. ten. So I, I, I mean, feel like you can play it now, but I feel like there was it. a period of time. Where it died down for a while. Oh, for yeah, sure. Between, from like 2016 to 2019, yeah. I don't think there was many people yeah. playing it. Or even earlier than that. But right now, it's had a massive explosion of yeah. popularity. Yeah. Like, so many people are playing it. And there's things that have been added into the game for ages. Like, the Elytra has been in the game for five years. Yeah, only recently. And I didn't even know about it until, like, this year, last year almost. Like, yeah. it, it's they've really been grinding out the updates, pumping out the updates. And it, it shows, and I mean, they've earned this big boost of popularity yeah, that they've really. gotten. Like, the purchase from Microsoft, I think, yeah. really mm. got it going. Because it got brought to console, and then everyone was buying Minecraft. But then it started dying, like, everyone had bought it, and they'd be like, got used up, I think. Like, people just stopped playing it. But then I think PewDiePie was what brought it back. Yeah. PewDiePie yeah, playing fair. it brought it back. Oh, yeah, I mean, the way I got interested back in it again was um, that streamer who had a Minecraft Filza. hardcore fills Yeah, he had a hardcore world for five years, five, was it five years? And, yeah, and he, he died built everything and zombie. he died. Yeah, and um, that got, I saw that everywhere, like, and I was like, oh, Minecraft's actually really interesting now, you know? And there's things like PewDiePie and Filza and stuff like that that has really brought the game back into popularity. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, um, imagine watching that guy from the start to finish him playing that survival world and then seeing the end of it like you probably feel as upset as he did if you really enjoying the series like it's something something about minecraft is like so there's just something about it i don't know what it is like you can be you can do you can do anything really yeah. you can well not do anything but like you can you can, you can be build so creative yeah. you can yeah. be very very creative and honestly like that's why some schools use minecraft like even in our school there's an architecture module and yeah. Minecraft is used in it. That's Minecraft education though. It's kind of... Yeah, you're not like, different. Goals. The only difference is is like it, you can't play it more than 10 times. Exactly, yeah. but like it's still Minecraft and it's still being used in schools, which... I mean, that definitely wasn't Mojang's aim when they first made it, yeah. but I, 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 now I, look at it's spreading out and being used in like architecture, mm. which is fantastic for a video game. And another thing like that was, you know when Notre Dame got burnt down? Yeah. yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins was used to rebuild it because of the model of Notre Dame inside of the game. I think that's mad. That is yeah. mad. And, like, as a gift, I think the game was given out for free to everyone. Yeah. Which is rare. rare. Uh, everyone who helped rebuild Notre Dame? No, like, the game was just made free. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really Is it free on PlayStation? I think it was computer. Um, yeah, Steam. Is it still free now? I'm not sure. It was on Ubisoft. You, you, uh, games. You, 
Ubisoft is, aren't really good game creators, I'm sorry. Yeah, games like yeah. Steep. It oh, just seems yeah. that their multiplayer just never works though. Yeah. No. <laughs> it always just breaks. But they're, but they're like free, or like solo play is really good. Like yeah. they focus on that a lot. When yeah, when Steep came out, I was a big Steep fan. I mean, still am. I still play it from time to time. Steep is a really good game. Mm. Uh, I really like it. Yeah, it's quality. And what? you can do so much in it, like, again. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a jetpack or something. Yeah, a rocket wingsuit. <laughs> I mean, you can go sledding. Like, you can sled down Mount Blanc if you want. Like, what's, what's, <laughs> like, what's, what's not to like? It's so chill as well. It's really... Do you know what? The most chill game I've ever played was Sea of Thieves. I think it's, it's so good. I it's not on PS4, Thieves. but it's yeah, brilliant. Maybe. I've heard, so it, yeah, heard it, it, yeah. it was really popular for a short period of time, especially on Twitch. Um, but because it's such a new game, there isn't that much content. So I think when they start pumping out content again, when they start giving it updates, it's really going to explode in popularity again, yeah, which would be I'll really good to see. It's such a good game, and I really wish it was back into popularity. And I wish it was brought into PS4 as well, because I, I have it on my computer, my PC. And I play it from time to time, but it, it's just so something bad, like sailing through the seas, and like the the sinking, the sinking animations and stuff is really cool. Like you can get cannonballed by like undead armies sailing through the seas, and like the cracking can come and pull you down <laughs> under the water. It, it's just so fun. You never know what's gonna happen in it. You could just be going, and then boom, a storm comes, and like your whole boat just capsizes, and you're you lose all your treasure, like. That probably rage like in the moment of it, but like that can happen in real life. It happened in real life. Two pirates back in the old uh, like Middle Ages yeah. when they were sailing around the and the Kraken, yeah, and the Kraken came out and ate their ships. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I think pirate games though and sailing games in general have a really big um like audience they're quite popular and like fishing games as well can be mm. so relaxing like i i love playing fishing games yeah. like they're they're so relaxing and you know <laughs> sailing around in the ocean and it, it's just something about it is just so chill so relaxing so therapeutic like um <laughs> there is actually been like studies done to show that walks up by the beach um are like really good for your mental health uh just because of i don't know the way the way it works like um they're just really relaxing yeah and i, I think i played a game it was a it was like a hunting game and you have to like hunt deer and stuff and that sounds pretty inhumane but like it was it was pretty fun to be honest with you like you you had to like track the footprints there's like a map you look at to like find like their habitat and all to like find the deer to shoot them and i think it was really really relaxing you could play it for ages and just enjoy it have fun and that, again relaxing games are probably one of my favorite like after a fat full champ session just pop into minecraft yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah so pop good. into fishing games like yeah. God, they're just so satisfying there's a good game fishing simulator 19 i played yeah it's a quality game uh pga tour 19 quality pga game. tour is a really good game fact uh farming simulator yes my brother <laughs> lives on that it's a good game yeah it is I mean, i'm not very good at it but you can you can drive tractors and stuff and mm. it, it's it's fun, yeah, like. and it, it goes in like into a lot of detail about farming and it has it like pretty precise okay yeah, yeah. and stuff like that again might not be interesting to most people but they do have a really big audience for certain people you know uh, certain people like Paddy's brother just really into that kind of stuff and they do sell like those games do sell yeah that, that's fair enough I mean for someone who is a casual gamer might look into relaxing games and 
have a bit of fun. Alongside relaxing games comes relaxing music. <laughs> that yeah. is such facts. I um, think. I think the music in those games is so important. Like Minecraft music. Yeah. Fair. Like I've listened to that. I'll just put it on in the spare time. Just <laughs> yeah. well, the, doing the something like doing C, homework or something. C eighteen. Yeah. 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 And it's just it's really I find it really easy to concentrate listening to it. Um, I that's I sorry Thomas. I think that's just a big part of being creative on Minecraft. I feel like it opens like it's got a good. I don't know what there's something about it. It's just good. Like it just makes makes sense in the game. And there's there's other games. I, th- I just I think music and gaming go hand in hand. Like I listen to Minecraft or not Minecraft. I don't listen to Minecraft. I mean, I, I, what I'm saying is I listen to music when I play a lot of other games. Like let's say when if I'm playing Need for Speed or COD, I'd be listening to music as well. And it, depending on the music, kind of also depends on the mood and how I play the game. If you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Like, sorry again, if I'm. If I'm playing COD and I'm playing passive, I'd, or if I'm playing passive game of COD, like I'm, I'd probably listen to chill music. But if, if I'm sweating out COD, <laughs> yeah, um, music, yeah, like yeah. put on some pop smoke or something, yeah, Not a bit, bit of drill even, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really well said. I think uh, music and gaming is so important. Like it's. Uh, it's really one of the most important things in games. Like, if you don't have good music, you're not going to have a good game. But I think also with relaxing games, games that go hand in hand with relaxing games are, are puzzle games, which I, I think puzzle games are actually really interesting, like puzzle and strategy games. And um, they can be a good way to spend time and a, a good way to get you thinking, just, um, you know, passing the time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Hugo, can you put your ass cheeks on? Oh, <laughs> go away. <laughs> well, we're, we're all here laughing at Hugo. He's no, he's just standing on his I'm sitting down, I'm being civil. They're, they're the rowdy ones. No, oh, we're, we're just trying to play a bit of Need for Speed, yeah. man. Mm. I mean, it, it's it's chill. So, like, again, um, as we were saying, music, when you're, when you're um, playing video games, it's quite similar to I feel music when you're working out or when you're in the gym. Mm. I know you boys also work out quite a bit. Yeah, which it's it's good. It's a healthy lifestyle, but I also feel like listening. If you're if you listen to slow music while you're working out, I think again you might have a mental issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. Like I, I just I personally I find it impossible to uh, do a workout listen to James Arthur or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Char- Charlie Beck, shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, I think music is just so important in all aspects of life. Like, um, there's been studies that have shown that, like, when you're listening to classical music, you remember stuff better. Like, if you're studying, you should listen to classical music. And um, music can really just set your whole mood. It can just change your mood completely. Like if you're listening to a certain song or a certain genre of music, uh, it can really um, just just change how you look at things, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, such facts. Like, if what you're doing, you have to have the right music for that thing. Like, you can't... That, going back to that point, you can't go to the gym and it's James <laughs> Arthur. Like, you just can't. Charlie Beck. Charlie, you fool. Charlie, what are you doing, man? We're, call, we're calling you out. Here. We're calling you out. Charlie. How you can are. how can someone walk into the gym with their 
with their expensive beats <laughs> on their head, with James Arthur blaring in the headphones. I mean, boys, boys. Okay, we've we've hit thirty two minutes here. If someone's actually listened this long, I think shout out to them. But we 